Right, hello. So now we are looking at the primary sources for the Great Depression. We are looking at the primary sources for the Great Depression, and it's two speeches. It's two speeches by two guys you both know. Um, one is Franklin Delano Roosevelt. I hope you've heard of him before. Um, he was president of the United States. Um, he actually becomes president as part of the reaction to the Great Depression, uh, mainly by the ineptitude of Herbert Hoover to really respond to it. And the other one is Huey P. Long. Huey Long is a famous Louisiana whoop, politician, probably the most famous and influential Louisiana politician that ever was. And they're both talking about the Great Depression, but they're also trying to appeal to voters. All right? What you have here are two campaign-style speeches. Well, they're not really campaigning speeches, but they're really talking to the individuals. Actually, theoretically, neither one of these is a campaign speech. Uh, the first one is Franklin Roosevelt's first inaugural address. Um, you're very familiar with one line of it, you know, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. And the other one is actually Huey Long talking on the floor of the Senate. Theoretically, he's talking for other senators, but in actuality, he's definitely trying to campaign for president in 1936. Um However, he is killed. He is killed before he can ever run for president and ever really give Roosevelt a real run for his money. So if you see the question for this week, it's compare and contrast the rhetoric used by Long and Roosevelt. What sort of appeals do they make to voters? The real thing I want you to focus upon for this primary source response is their rhetoric. Rhetoric being the, the type of words they're using, the sort of arguments and appeals they're making to voters. You know, they're basically trying to ensure voters either, hey, vote for me, or hey, your vote for me was worth it. The Great Depression was something the country never seen before. A depression, I mean, don't get me wrong, economic depressions are fairly regular um, before this time period. There have also been other very large depressions, but nothing to the scale of the Great Depression. And so basically, these guys are trying to argue about, hey, let's not go radical, stick with me, stick with the system. And just look at the sort of language they're using, what sort of appeals they're making. I mean, Roosevelt, he's being very magnanimous. Um, he's talking very grandiose about like, you know, oh, here's these broad things we need to do. I believe in the strength for you. Uh, he doesn't speak too much about specifics. Compare that to uh, Huey Long. Huey Long gives you a lot of specifics. Now, there are a lot of specifics that may not actually make sense or have no economic way of it ever happening, such as save our wealth, uh, sorry, share our wealth and uh, taxing, you know, everything over $5 million, uh, making sure everybody in America gets about one-third of the average family wealth, you know, which is about $5,000 or a $16,000 house. Uh, yeah, uh, he gives a lot of uh, quote-unquote particulars, but without any actual reality of it getting happened. Uh, likewise, whenever Long talks about sharing wealth itself, he even read, mentions the Bible. He mentions the Bible. Now, to be fair, Roosevelt also mentions the uh, God, not the Bible, but he mentions uh, God, and this idea that they are speaking sort of is like almost this religious standpoint behind it. A lot of things you can go with here. Uh, I'm really interested, though, about what sort of appeals are they making? You know, how are they trying to reach to the audience? You know, their audience is people who are suffering during the Depression. For Roosevelt, it's basically, you did a good job by voting for me, and here's how I'm going to give you security. And here's how I'm going to make you believe in the government again, believe in the American system again. And then you have contrast of that with Huey Long, who's really arguing for votes, even though he's doing it from the floor of the Senate. 
That's really interesting that this entire speech he gives, which is theoretically for the Senate, is mainly towards the voters. So just be thinking about that. Think about the sort of appeals they use. Think about the sort of language they're using. Uh, you know, who exactly are they talking to?